Okay, girl, are you ready? We are going to get into it today. We are going to talk about four things to look for in the network marketing business. Whether you're currently in one, you're looking around for one, you're kind of seeing what else is out there, here are four things you need to look for. Let's get started. Hey there, friend. Are you a sassy, audacious unicorn mama who's on a mission to grow your network marketing business? Are you tired of the copy-paste culture, ready to set goals and map out a strategic, authentic plan to get there? Hi, I'm Michelle. Welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. I've been in the network marketing space for over 10 years. I've leveled up, earned the goodies, sat at the top 2%, and know what it takes to get you there. More importantly, I know what it takes to do it being you. I'm here to help you achieve your business goals through strategy, mindset, healthy living, and a whole lot of fun. This podcast is all about equipping you with strategies to be that unicorn mama and grow your business while still showing up for your family and all the things that make you, well, you. Okay, go warm up that cup of coffee for the second, or let's be honest, eighth time. I know how it goes. And let's get started. Have you been listening for a while and you are ready to get that needle moving? Grab a three-pack of coaching calls for a limited time you can bundle and save. We'll be meeting for three weeks. We're going to talk through who your ideal client avatar is, understand why you're doing what you're doing, create some goals, and set up a plan to help you knock those out of the park. Go to growthagainstthegrain.com, click services at the top, or scroll down to coaching. Today's episode is brought to you by my personal favorite, the holy grail product that is helping me get summer ready. It's truly liquid gold. One tablespoon each Each morning is helping to inhibit fat storage, shrink fat cells, develop lean muscle, support fat metabolism, restore youthful skin, support joint muscle fitness and connective tissue health, supports healthy hair, nails, gums, and eyes, has zero sugar, has five decadent flavors to choose from. Add it to a sensible diet for best results. Take it alone or amp up the results by adding in some supporting products. Click the link in the show notes for product details. Plus, use the promo code to get started at a discounted price. See you at the beach. Thank you, thank you, thank you for taking time to leave a review. I want to start recognizing each of you who've taken a moment to leave me the kindest of words. So today, our review of the day is from All Dolled Up Beauty Lounge. She says, so, so, so good. She's positively addicting. Can't even wait to listen to the next episode. She has so much knowledge and experience that's authentic and just plain out real, which I love. She's relatable and fun and makes you feel like you're with her in the podcast. Thank you so much, All Dolled Up Beauty Lounge. Love ya. We're a week in and my studio is already getting a facelift. I'm feeling a little extra fancy today. The other day I decided, you know what? The podcast launched. I am going to go treat myself and exchange the TV tray that I had been balancing everything on. It was quite hysterical. We took a trip to Ikea. 
anyone else have a love, love, kind of hate relationship with Ikea. I love it. I really just go and look at all of the rooms and I want them all. Like each kitchen you go to, you know, you're like, oh, no, I want that one. No, 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 I want that one. This has nothing to do with what we're going to talk about today, but I just wanted to share that with you because it's pretty exciting. I feel very, I don't know, little little bougie going on. I got myself a little fake plant. I have the whole little peg system. I have an actual desk. Like it has a drawer and I fit it all into the studio, aka Harry Potter closet. Moving on up, feel a little like the Jeffersons. Can you believe it? This is episode six. We've been hanging out for a few days. I am loving all of this. I hope you are too. While I have said from the very beginning that I want to help mamas with their network marketing businesses, I know full well that some of you aren't mamas and some of you may not even have a network marketing business. That's okay. Maybe you do, you love it, or maybe you don't and are looking around. I'm here for all of it. What I'm going to share today is four things to look for in a network marketing business. I've adapted this episode from a training I heard from a really good friend of mine, Sarah, and she has given me permission to share this with you. I thought it was so good. In fact, I also shared this in a three-part series on my Facebook page. So you can go check it out there if you want to see me as well. We're going to talk, like I said, about four things to look for in a company, whether you're already in one or you're looking for one. If you're already with a company, ask yourself if it offers or provides these different things. I'm not saying if it doesn't, you should drop it like a hot rock, but definitely use these points as a way to confirm that you're where you should be. We're going to start first and foremost when we're looking at a business opportunity with the products. So number one is our products. You need to love what you're selling. It doesn't matter what the product is. If you don't love it, then it's not going to be authentic. And your customers and audience, well, they're going to smell that a mile away. It's interesting, over the last couple of months, I have made this pivot. And one thing that I keep hearing over and over again, and I did not even realize it, is how apparent it is to everybody else that I'm loving what I'm doing. It's blown me away because you just do what you got to do, right? You get up, you go, you do the stuff. But when you're in the place you're supposed to be, It is so incredibly apparent. There are five things I want you to look at when you're looking at the products. It doesn't just mean you want a product to sell. Like that's not enough because we all know there's a lot of products out there. It needs to check a few boxes. One, is it innovative? I want you to think about whatever their product is or products are are they innovative? Is it something that was designed and developed five, seven, ten years ago? Guys, you see how quickly things move, right? So if it was relevant five years ago, it's probably not relevant today. I mean, goodness gracious, Apple releases a new iPhone every single year. So we know how quickly technology is coming. You want to find a company that is constantly 
innovating their technology and their delivery systems. That doesn't necessarily mean that they're revolutionizing their products all the time, although that is good, but you definitely want them to be on the cutting edge. Two, current market. Is the product relevant to the current market? And what is being sought out today? Not five years ago, but today. Think about the buzzwords. For example, so the company that I am currently with were a clean living health and wellness company. Can you say on brand for the current culture and time? I mean, it has got its thumb on the pulse. What's attracting people to that particular industry? Clean living is a huge buzzword right now. People want clean. People want healthy, especially after the last year we went through. It's not chasing what's new. It's being smart. Are you where you should be? Think with your business brain. Is this where everyone's at? That's where you should be. Is this company solving that problem for your customers that, you know, like quote unquote, that problem. What is it? What is it that your customers are looking for? Is this company solving that problem? Number three, spectrum. Is it a one product wonder or do they offer something for a myriad of customers? Do they have a hero product that will be attractive to your network? Do they have a vast product line that's what your ideal customer is looking for? Or is it something like, we offer candles? Nothing wrong with candles. I love candles. But if your potential customer doesn't want candles, then is the door closed? Or do you have maybe home decor options or other items that may attract them? So while maybe they're not interested in the candles, you can say, okay, no problem. How about this? What is it that you're offering? Do you have several things that are going to attract a myriad of people. Do you have a broad spectrum of products for consumable? One of the first books I read, I don't know, six, seven years ago is by Eric Worre called GoPro. If you have not read this book, go read it now. It's incredible. But over and over and over again, he talks about consumable product. It means that it is being used. It's being consumed, washed down the drain, etc., and in need of being replenished. Here's something to think about. You might not mind partnering with a company that has a non-consumable product. It may work well for your customer base. But what about those people who are going to join you? Will they have the same success or be as satisfied with that aspect? Or will it cause frustration that they're like, well, Susie ordered, but you know, she ordered, so she doesn't need any more. I've worked in both areas and I found far more success with the replenishable consumable products. And then if it's not only a a replenishable and consumable product that is amazing, your customers keep wanting more. Number five, this is personally a no-go for me. Do you have to hold inventory? I promise you, I can barely get Christmas cards out in a timely manner. In fact, I have three gifts to send out to customers that arrived, I think, a couple days ago. They're still sitting there. I need to get them out. 
me holding inventory would be no. My customers would not get their stuff. Some people can do it and they love it, but this is definitely something to consider. Like I said, for me, it's a no-go. Think about the time it's going to take you to repackage those items because they're going to come to you. You need to package them to get them in the mail. Think about the items that you need to purchase, like the mailers and the stamps and all that kind of stuff. Is that something that you're willing to do? Number two, the company itself. Here's two truths and a myth to think about. One, look at the compensation plan. Can everyone win? Does it offer equal support and reward to those who are promoting products or building a team? Or will you only be financially successful if you're actively doing both? I have to tell you, this blew my mind when I was looking and researching the company that I'm currently with. I had never seen two completely independent pay structures. Unbelievable. Look at the compensation plan before you sign on the dotted line or hit submit. I mean, that's how it's done, right? Look at those. Is it something that everyone can win? In my experience, there are only a few. There's a small percentage of those people who join you in business who are going to want to build a team. Most of those people, they might bring one or two people on, but they will be far more successful selling products. And what is typically what I have seen, of course, I haven't seen them all. The comp plans are usually pretty heavy, financially speaking, for those who are doing both, having customers as well as building a team. Look at that comp plan. Is it something that Susie, who only wants to sell products to her network, can truly win in and promote? Definitely something to consider. Two, branding. Is the company encouraging and challenging you to not just brand the company, but yourself? Revolutionary, right? This may not be a popular opinion, but it is very unlikely that the company you're currently with or the one you're looking at will be the one that you're going to stay with for years to come. Things change. I'll tell you from my experience, they do. So if you were to move on from your current company, would you have built a brand for you that you could monetize and be successful with? Think about it. Okay, here's the myth. You have to get in at the very beginning. Wrong. Absolutely wrong. You certainly don't want to be the very last person to join that company. But as my friend has said, when you start isn't as important as what you do. Friend, that means get in when there is momentum and even better as the momentum is swelling. Number three, systems. Let me be clear. When I say systems, I'm talking about something that comes from the company. You are never the system. The marketing system from your company needs to be better than do your reach outs or just go out and talk to people. That's actually not a system. What I'm referring to is a three-pronged approach. One, does the system help you get customers? Having something to offer aside from just the products, such as a continual discount when you purchase, referral program, that type of a thing. Two, referring customers. A simple and easy system from the company where customers can win when they refer, which helps you to grow your customer base. The company I'm currently with, we have an incredible referral program. And truly from that, 35% of our customers come straight from referrals. That's a rocking system. Number three, training. And when I'm talking about training, I'm really referring to more like 
onboarding, getting your team up and running and and going strong. If your company's training system is more difficult than I'm tagging you in a post, check it out, then you may want to start looking around. You don't have time to hold a person's hand through the entire process. Yes, you're there, you're answering those questions, you're doing that kind of thing. But remember, duplication, you're going to have a huge team. And maybe if this is the first person that you've brought on, sure, you can walk her through, holding her hand, answering all of her questions. But what are you setting her up for? She's going to think that that's what she has to do too. We don't want that. Keep it simple. Keep it simple keep it simple. Again, you are never the system. Your system needs to be so simple that you can truly work your business in part-time hours within the busyness of your life while you balance other businesses, while you balance maybe a full-time job. If that's not the business you're currently in, maybe it's time you started looking at what else is out there. And there's a lot. Ask yourself these questions. How are you getting the word out? How are you growing your customer base? Is the system producing quick, easy wins? Is everyone winning? If not, this may be confirmation to start looking around. I'm not even kidding. In the last two or so months, I've promoted and leveled up eight or nine times. And there is a promotion happening nearly every five minutes for someone on my team, on the larger team. And this is in large part because the system is so simple. I've truly never seen anything like it. Last but not least, culture. I love this quote. Culture eats strategy for breakfast. So you can have great strategy, but if you don't have good culture, it's not going to help you all out a whole lot. I've been very fortunate to not only see but experience culture done really, really well in my 10 plus years in the network marketing space. I've also observed culture done not so well. The funny thing is, you don't really know the culture of the team until you're absolutely in it. There are definitely some questions you can ask as you're interviewing and deciding what's the best fit for you. And can I just say here as a caveat, it's really important who you join. If your best friend is also doing the business, but the culture of their team is bad, friend, I'm just going to tell you right here and right now, you may want to reconsider that decision. I know it's not popular, but you are growing a business. Someone you buy products from may not be the same person that you want to build a business from or business with. Here's what makes for a great culture. We have the company corporate culture, which in my experience And I'd say most of the time, network marketing companies do a really great job from the corporate level, hiring great people. They're excited, they're passionate, they're excited and willing to share and to grow. But the culture I'm really more referring to is more about the team that you're joining and the immediate person you're joining in business. There are a couple of questions you can be asking that person you're wanting to join. One, What does having an amazing team culture mean to that person? Ask her, what does it mean? You say you have an amazing team culture, but what does that mean? What are things you require? What values do you uphold? And for me, these are non-negotiables. There's absolutely has to be a place for everyone. Everyone wins. Inclusion, excitement, energy, something people can be passionate about, positivity, 
collaboration over competition. Right here, right now, there is no room for competition. You want to collaborate. Yes, you're excited for people as they're growing and they're doing things, not being competitive to the point where you're not willing to cheer them on. And an opportunity to be overly abundant. Think about what you know about yourself and what environment you thrive in. And then when you're talking to that person, make sure that's the environment you're walking into. Secondly, service. Do they have an attitude of, we get to serve, we get to help other people? Are they asking, who can I help today? Who can I pray for today? Who do I get to work with today? Working with others who align with you, your values, and the right environment bring so much positivity, fun, and camaraderie. It's the most addictive energy to be a part of. Not only do you want to know what they do have, but you also want to know what they don't have. No room for ego, no room for gossip, no room for scarcity and lack mentality. Nothing good has ever come from this mentality and zero room for entitlement. That's a, that's a no, absolutely not. It's really hard to know what a team or company culture will look like until you're actually in it, but you can certainly ask questions before you ever start. Okay, friend, let's review really quick. Whether you're currently with a company, you're shopping around, wherever you find yourself, here are the four big things to look for and ask a ton of questions. One, Do they offer products that are innovative, current for what is being asked for right now? Do they have a wide spectrum of products? Are they consumable? Do you need to hold inventory to the company? Look at the compensation plan. Look at the branding. Are they asking you to brand them only or are they encouraging you to brand you? And then that myth, you have to be first. Honestly, think about the problems that come when you're first. You are establishing everything. Again, you don't need to be last and I would encourage you not to be, but definitely find a company that is in the midst of that momentum. They've ironed out some of the tweaks. They've ironed out some of those, you know, little nuances so you can come in and you can just focus on growing your business. Number three, the systems. Does it help you get customers? Does it help you keep customers? And is the training onboarding simple for culture Is it an everyone can win culture, inclusive, encouraging? Do they have a service mentality? This is by no means an exhaustive list of what to look for, but I will tell you from my experience, these are deal breakers. You can have it all and I'd encourage you to keep looking until you find a company and team that checks all these boxes. Okay, friend, if you found value in this episode, stop what you're doing right now. It would mean the absolute world to me if you would take a screenshot, share it on social, make sure you tag me and a few of your friends. Let's grow this unicorn squad. Have an amazing day. If you want to talk more about what to look for in a network marketing company, reach out. Let's chat. Go out and be you. Love you. Have a great day. Hey there, friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and learned something new or helpful, it would mean so much to me if you hit subscribe or snap a pic, share it in your social and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping our unicorn tribe grow. Until next time, keep being you.